everyone. This is Joanne, and welcome back to another episode of Talks with Joe. And today I have a special guest with me. Her name is Rosemary. Hey. Hello. Thanks for having me. Hey, I'm so excited to have you on. Um, so uh, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, so my name is Rosemary Fajardo, and I'm a heart-empowered healer, uh, specifically an energy healer, um, to help people awaken and empower their hearts to live their life with joy and to pretty much just live their path. And what I mainly focus on is to really help people open up their hearts and really expand universal love and unconditional love. And I own Lots of Love Club, which is like a community to expand universal love. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. I don't know if you wanted me to expand more. Oh, but no, that's, that's great. Like, I've, I've, I've always thought, like, you're doing such an amazing thing, you know, bringing together, like, a, an amazing community, like, just based on love. And I think there's, that is such an amazing to, thing to do. And I'm so grateful for that. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, you definitely helped me a lot, too. And then um, I consider you, like, a relationship expert in many ways. So, um, uh, and today, like, I kind of wanted to talk to you about twin flames and soulmates. Because I, I, we talked about this before. <laughs> and I always love Yay. talking about this because there's always so much to say. So, um what is your definition of a twin flame? Because I know there's like so many different definitions out there, you know, when people watch YouTube videos and then there's always like, I don't know, there's different views on it. So what is your definition mm-hmm. specifically? So in a relationship standpoint, twin flames to me are the people who really bring out the truth within yourself mm-hmm. and the truth that we really don't want to see. And that's why there's a lot of passion, but there's a lot of um, bickering and fighting and arguing and and just a lot of um, energy that you just don't want to experience but you have to experience it so that you can I I believe um, all relationships especially the ones that are quote-unquote crappy or the ones that hurt the most they're really the ones that are here to teach you the lessons to return back to your being of unconditional love and universal love so that's how I view twin flames and I know I've learned a lot of lessons yeah. <laughs> my twin flame um, after knowing him for like 18 years so it's definitely oh, wow. been right yeah I know. <laughs> 16 18 somewhere around there it's it's double digits <laughs> <laughs> yeah and to me like I agree with everything you said twin flames are probably the most toxic relationship you could have in this lifetime just because they're bringing out all the shadow parts of you all the parts you don't like you're pretty much seeing it in another person like if you have abandonment issues this person is gonna abandon the hell out of you (laughs) so in a way it's like um a form of a soulmate um yeah and then I've also read some things about people saying that you could have more than one twin flame and I don't know if I like that idea because like I don't know, just like being that special, like having that special connection. And I'm not saying that you cannot have um, the same special connection with everybody else, but twin flame is just a lot more powerful. So what do you yeah. think about people saying like there's like multiple? I know. I mean, if, if they feel that way and they believe that way, then totally like that's what resonates. Like that's the truth that resonates for them. But I, I believe that um, we all have one. Um, but actually I had an experience where one of my soulmates, I found out because he allowed me to connect with him that he doesn't have a t- twin flame. Oh. 
So I, I guess it's possible to not have a twin flame. Mm. Um, so it's just very interesting because everyone's journey is unique. Yeah. Um, and so just personally in my experience, I haven't experienced um, connecting with a person who has multiple twin flames, but um, I have experienced people who resonate with having a twin flame and also with that experience, I guess, yeah. Some people don't have a twin flame, yeah. which was shocking to me because I'm all about twin flames. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like so funny how when people don't have twin flames, I notice that, oh, I want my twin flame. I'm just like, but do you really? Because you're just going <laughs> to go on this like yeah. emotional ride. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, when I first get started reading about twin flames, there was this idea of like, uh, your soul is one half of another. So like, mm-hmm. like half of your soul is in, an, in, in another person. And to me, I don't know, like the thought of that, I like the idea of my soul being my own and not <laughs> having one half of it being in an, another person. Yeah. yeah well, essentially sense. we're all connected, but at the same time, I mean, I, I'm sort of the same way too. Like I don't really view myself as one half of my soul. Um, and then one half of my soul as my twin flame. Um, but really just seeing myself as like a whole, like you, like you like yeah. seeing your soul as just whole for yourself. Um, and so, yeah, that, that, that definition I've definitely come across and that doesn't resonate with me. So that's why that's not in my twin flame definition for yeah. that, for my resonant truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, totally. Um, if you don't mind, you want to go like talk a little bit about your twin flame relationship if um you know you're open to speaking about it <laughs> yeah yeah so i i mean i'm definitely open to speaking about it but i have been more aware of, or more aware of you know not sharing his side because i definitely want to respect yeah. his privacy yeah. um but for me i met my twin flame in sixth grade um and he was a very quiet shy person and me i was just i guess intuitively drawn to him to say hi meet him um and so we're cool uh we were two grades apart so after sixth grade like you know he went to high school and then we didn't talk and then somehow we reconnected in college thanks to tumblr (laughs) good old tumblr um and so we reconnected and that's when we really started um becoming romantic um and intimate um and so through that time it was actually really interesting it was definitely a relationship i haven't experienced before in terms of energy Um, and one thing I forgot to mention, um, in my definition of a soulmate or like soul or soulmate or twin flame is that they're, um, soul connections and something I've learned through my journey through, um, being reflective with relationships is that labels really put us in a box and and have this like subconscious, um, expectation for us. So like for boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, spouse. Um, and so allowing myself to learn the lesson that um, me being attached to the label of twin flame really was a part of my pain to like have that expectation. Cause when I first found out um, that he was my twin flame, I was like, Oh my God, we're going to be together. We're going to get together again, blah, blah, blah. Um, And obviously that didn't happen. Um, And so that allowed me to really, kind of step back and just be grateful for all the lessons and the pain that I went through. Um, And 
it's not that he caused the pain. I caused the pain for myself yeah. um, and just allowing myself to realize that he was being a reflection of what I needed to see within myself so that yeah. I could release it and forgive it and be grateful for it. Um, and so, yeah, just, I just remember this time when we were <laughs> intimate and then we were talked and we were like, okay, yeah, let's be boyfriend, girlfriend. And then we introduced ourselves to our friends. It's like, yeah, this is my boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, this is my girlfriend. And then we got in the car and he was like, that was weird. I'm like, yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> like call each other boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, and so, yeah, it, we broke off. Uh, that's the other thing too, that you can be with the twin flame multiple times, you know, that, that we're not together. We're together. We're not together. We're not together. Like the together. runner chaser dynamic. Yeah. Um, and so eventually we got together again, but more under the label of friends with benefits. And then we cut it off after that. And then I didn't see him for three years. Um, then really funny, we ran into each other. And, um, and then when he, we saw each other, we were happy. Like we, we hugged each other. Um, but he, he said, um, oh, I missed you. And then my my I don't know why I said this but I said I know like that came out <laughs> okay, okay I'm like <laughs> um so I guess I was like why the heck did I say that but I guess that's my intuition because yeah. we're so connected deeply um that's just my intuition that was just wanted to say that yeah. and so it was just really funny um and so yeah I mean for the most part even after we you know weren't romantically involved we still hung out we still went out to eat and stuff um but then eventually once I started telling him about twin flames and all that um we weren't talking (laughs) um and that's when that's when I got attached to twin flame like that label yeah um but um yeah, that's pretty much my twin flame journey without getting into too many details yeah. and, you know, keeping his privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was really interesting to me is that, um, so the partner I was with at that time, um, or so I'm currently with my divine life partner, J-Roll. Um, but right before <laughs> J-Roll, I was with a partner and um, this all happened in one week. And on the Monday, uh, me and my past partner decided to branch off and just um, go on in our own paths and no longer be partners. Um, and on that Wednesday, after eight months of not being replied to by my twin flame, I sent him a text to like thank him for all the lessons that he shared me or shared with me and showed me. And then that Friday, or no, that Saturday is when j and I became partners because I realized after I sent that text to my twin flame that, oh my God, like j my partner. And that's like the the path that we were meant to be Aww, you know, that um, going through at this time. <laughs> and yeah. and um, that text message oh, probably like, um, released a lot of weight off your shoulders too. Like just saying mm-hmm. thank you and then maybe not even expecting a reply. Like you know, a reply is probably not even necessary for you because, you know, you're just so thankful for everything mm-hmm. that like, yeah, provided you and all the lessons that yeah. you, know, you got to learn from him. Yeah, because I wouldn't be here without him. <laughs> yeah. And I totally agree because like um, in one of my sessions with you, you told me that my ex was my twin flame. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. similar to you where I got attached to that twin flame label. Like, oh, we're twin flames. We're always going to be connected in this lifetime or like multiple lifetimes. And um, eventually we're going we're gonna to work it out. We're going to get it 
get back together. And then, you know, attaching myself to that idea. And then obviously it's not happening. And I don't expect it to happen because like, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, but me attaching to that, attaching myself to that idea in the beginning has made me like very disappointed and then um, caused me like, there's many situations where I would just sit and cry. And then really he wasn't doing any- anything because he wasn't there anymore, but I was causing myself that pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely like he doesn't even have to be there to have you learn these lessons, essentially, because you're just so connected. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I today, like, I still think about my twin flame and I even tell my partner sometimes that I like think about him sometimes because it's just so powerful. And it's one of those things you just accept. Mm-hmm. And the more you shove it away, then the more it's just going to um, just come again come back in like karmic debt in, the, in later on. So it's yeah. so super important to just accept it and just um, have it be for what it is. Yeah. And then um, with Twin Flames too, like a lot of it, like let's say like the runner chaser dynamic, there's a lot of, there's the relationship is based on a lot of ego, like wanting mm-hmm. to work things out. And then um, it's mainly like, I feel like the foundation is more, mainly based on like possession like no we have to work things out like if you're not if you don't detach yourself from like you know the twin flame label and Mm -hmm. and you know expecting your twin flame to come back or wanting your twin flame to come back or waiting for them to come back is like no way to live at all (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because it's definitely just gonna resist that force of allowing you to just live and just Mm -hmm. be be you and your be your whole self and um Something I learned after discovering that Jayla was my divine life partner was that everything um, that like all the truths that I learned and all the lessons that I learned from my twin flame allowed me to bring in my divine life partner into um, my energetic space um, and align in that way. And it doesn't necessarily have to be um, somebody like you just meet Mm -hmm. um, because I've known Jayla for to like two and a half years before we aligned as divine life partners, but it's just that matching that energetic vibration yeah. um, with another person. And so, um, yeah, I mean, we talk about twin flames sometimes uh, and it, yeah, definitely he's learned his lessons. It seems with his <laughs> twin flame. And so that's why we got to align. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's so amazing. Like, um, I love J-Ro for you. And then, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> He's okay. just drawing over here. <laughs> oh, hi, J-Roll. Um, so well, say of hi. like divine <laughs> life partners and soulmates, mm-hmm. like what is your kind of definition on that? And how is that different from a twin flame? So for soulmates, you can have multiple soulmates. Um, and soulmates really, to me, my definition of a soulmate is that they also help you learn lessons to learn um, how to unconditionally love yourself and share unconditional love. But just the lessons aren't as painful as twin flames. Um, Cause I actually met one of my soulmates this year and the main lesson I had to learn with him was also a- attachment. Cause actually I got really attached to my soulmate. Um, and so um, with divine life partners, it's, it's rooted in unconditional love. And so, like I said, like once you learn in all the lessons and the, um, all the lessons to learn how to unconditionally love yourself, then that's how you bring in a partner that is unconditionally loving. And it doesn't mean that we're constantly unconditionally loving. We each have energies and truths to still face up within ourselves. But because that root and that foundation is so mm-hmm. strong, um, you just constantly expand together and um, 
just being more aware and conscious of what isn't love versus what is love is really um, what I've experienced with J-Roll so far. Yeah. So it's not perfect. Like there's definitely yeah. part of like, there's definitely that duality of, of having those like miscommunication and those triggers from the past. So just allowing yourself to be more conscious about that. Just um, this, that's just how all relationships should be, but it's yeah. not. <laughs> we all need to learn our lessons. <laughs> yes. Yes. And not, yeah. not projected onto the other person because you know, um, you know, your healing is your own res- responsibility, not there. They're not there to save you. They're there to be like your support, but they can't mm-hmm. heal you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We're yeah. all healers. We're yes. all self-healers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, soulmates to me, I agree. There's like multiple sort of soulmates. Like I consider everyone who's like an important force in my life, a soulmate, like from my past, like it could be like family or friends, but relationship wise, like if you like impacted me in any way, then I consider you a soulmate. Mm-hmm. And then soulmates is not necessarily someone you're going to be with forever. Um, mm-hmm. But then there's someone who's like, based on love it's like opposite of twin flame where like um they're not gonna like hold you back from doing what you want to do like we're gonna do this every day and i'm gonna love you you're gonna love me and then if one if one day one of us doesn't feel that way anymore then that's when we can have a conversation about it and not um you know not let it blow up essentially yeah (laughs) yeah because essentially love is just being present and Mm -hmm. um and it, it's expanding and it's infinite. And so um, when when you feel that way, like if you feel like, you know, you don't feel that love or that, that joy and that excitement with that other partner, um, it just means your vibration's shifting and that's totally mm-hmm. okay. And that um, we all have our own paths. Like my partner before J-Roll, his lesson and the reason he was in my life was that he could help me ground because I was totally way up in my head overthinking all the time and he was the most grounded person I've ever been with like as a romantic partner ever mm-hmm. so because of him like he taught me how to really balance myself and um yeah each each person like I believe that each person that you're with romantically really has a key lesson to share to share with you um mm-hmm. and so yeah it's just I just love relationships <laughs> <laughs> relationships are so good to have in this lifetime it's not just like your relationship of course with yourself is the most important but like having the relationship like outside of yourself it's like how you really flourish because like if you're just by Mm -hmm. yourself all the time you're not like cultivating all these people that you know want to help you and want to love you and you have to like um be open to receiving that Mm -hmm. yeah it's always two-way it's always giving and receiving Mm -hmm. and then what I found out that I don't know, like we mentioned earlier about the labels, it's becoming less about the labels and more about the lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, like you could totally tell me that my twin flame is not my twin flame and I really won't care just because like he has helped me so much, like helped me grow so much and then, you know, accelerated me to this whole new level that, you know, if you tell me he's not my twin flame, like I don't care. He gave me this lesson and that is just like a huge gift to me already. Like if he, even if he's not my twin flame. Yeah. Yeah. It's just allowing yourself to see those lessons and, and just, yeah, you seems like your lesson was detaching for the, from the label twin flame. So yeah. it seems like you learned that. <laughs> yeah. And then I also found out like I stopped caring like what, you know, 
what because I in the beginning when I was like super sad and you know going through my healing process I'll be always thinking about what the other person thought like oh how is he feeling like oh is he thinking about me and then I'm just like why am I so concerned about what he's thinking how am Mm -hmm. I feeling and then I guess that's when I started to see the bigger picture like I don't really don't care what he's thinking I'm just grateful that he gave me these lessons Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I still find myself sometimes like wishing that, oh, I wish I could work with him. Um, Cause I have a vision of like working together. Um, and so just allowing myself to really also see the bigger picture, but not get attached to the outcome. Um, yeah. That's something that I've been having to learn and that, that uh, the push and pull that I've been um, really trying to move through and not letting myself get attached to. Um, Cause I just feel like we always have lessons to learn every single day Um, and just allowing yourself to learn and be open to receive those lessons to help you grow um, and expand. And so, yeah, yeah, it's just relationships doesn't even have to be the twin flame, but relationships in general, just always show you those lessons that are there because they're pretty much testing you and triggering you. And that's how, you know, those are the lessons you got to (laughs) learn. Yeah. And then now I kind of get excited every time I meet someone new that could potentially be like a partner in some way. So like, it's less about like, Oh, um, it's just excitement in a way like, Oh, what can you teach me? What can you, um, what can you, how can you add value to my life? And then that's the exciting parts. And pretty much like detaching myself from any sort of outcome like if they're not the one but like what lesson can they bring me and then that kind of like changed the way like I enter any type of relationship like getting to know someone new because I don't really have that expectation oh we're gonna be together but I have that Mm -hmm. like that feeling like oh like there's some value you could bring to me here but it may not be in the form of like a loving forever type of partnership but in some other ways like and lessons (laughs) yeah yeah you just feel like that energy between the person and not so much getting attached to an outcome or a label or an expectation so yeah (laughs) (laughs) of course sometimes like I feel sad like I obviously think about like some people in the past every now and then just because like I come sometimes wish it was different but um yeah, but that's just something I'm learning too, to like let go of like, you obviously you can't change the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Without them, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. Like, exactly. how, it, like how it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you have any advice for people like wanting to like manifest like a healthy relationship, like whether it's through like a soulmate or divine life partners, let's say they believe in multiple twin flames, like how do they stop attracting these twin flames (laughs) energy Mm -hmm. relationships? I mean, really just keep on working on yourself and like working, like being aware of what triggers you and being aware of, of your relationships. And because they're essentially being a reflection of what's within you and like attracts like, I've been reading a lot about the law of attraction. And so I never really purposely um, manifested my divine life partner to show up. It just kind of happened. So just really allowing yourself to detach from any like hopes or outcomes, but really just focusing on working on yourself because when you raise your vibration and you release the parts of yourself and release the lower vibrations within yourself, um, you're raising yourself to match somebody else of that same vibration. Um, And so 
Um, there can be many ways to do that. <laughs> it yeah. definitely doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. Um, but, but I also believe in divine timing. Um, and so that definitely is something to just trust in. Um, and even I am like learning to trust in divine timing too, but in like other ways, um, like for money, for example, I'm like learning to trust that. Um, but yeah, just really allowing yourself to let go and not um, be attached um, and to let go any expectations because that's the resistance that yeah. pushes it back even further. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then let's say there's like someone listening right now who is like, oh, like, you know, we're saying everything they don't want to hear because they're in that mindset. Like, oh, I want to be with this person and this person only. And then like, so what advice do you have for people like trying to get over their ex? Because I know that is mm-hmm. so not easy. I know it's mm-hmm. so hard. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the hardest challenge that you go through is the one that's going to catapult you even higher. Once you, Ooh, I love, I like. It <laughs> <laughs> once you, once you, once you go over the challenge and once you learn the challenge and the lesson, then that's really just going to catapult you. And um, I didn't do it by myself. I definitely had to reach out to somebody to help me, you know, figure out my twin flamers and help release the energies that was keeping me attached. And it wasn't just one person I went to. I went to meditations. I went to energy work. I went to readings with my friends to help (laughs) me really just like shift my perspective um, and really allow myself to be compassionate with myself and gentle with myself um, because that's really all that it comes down to is just learning how to be gentle with yourself and just also accepting the thought of like, oh, okay, I noticed myself wanting to be with my person or w- wanting to be with this person, but there's so much more out there. Like you never know yeah. what's out there until you can let go what you're holding on to. Because yeah. if you're, imagine like yourself holding on to two things, like if you're still holding on to them, you can't grab into anything else, which could yeah. be even more better and even more spectacular. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's my advice. <laughs> I totally agree because like I always thought like um, when I was like in my dark phase, I was like, oh my gosh, it's never going to get any better. But like it gets so much better if you just like open up yourself to it because like the universe is not going to screw you over like that. You know, mm-hmm. they're always going to send you someone um, that's, you know, matching more like is a better match for you. And then why would you want someone who doesn't even want you in the first place? Like they mm-hmm. could want the best for you, but you know, you don't want someone to um, not want to be with you. That's not at the end of the day, that's not healthy. If you're trying to, uh, what's the word? Uh, coerce them into being with you. <laughs> like, yeah. Like force them. Cause yeah, force um, them. yeah, really love is love is not forced at all. And that's what I've learned. Um, and if it doesn't feel right, then definitely honor that and acknowledge that. And it feel, if it feels like you're trying to force something and like stay with something or do something that's not true to you, then mm-hmm. definitely sit with yourself and ask yourself why you're feeling that way. Because maybe that that's your sign to let go of that cycle and to start mm-hmm. something new that's even better. Like I said, even better and more spectacular. And mm-hmm. um, you never know until you let go of yeah. what no longer serves you. It's like the death card. Yeah. <laughs> I love the death card. card. Yeah. Yeah. And then the death before card. like any type of new beginning, there has to be some kind of death that happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, um, if you've ever heard the term of the ego death, that's, that's really what happens too. So um, ego and love can't 
exist on the same plane. Um, and so just allowing yourself to let go of your egoic thoughts, which aren't bad. It's just acknowledging them and realizing that they're a tool um, for you if you allow them to be a tool for you. Otherwise, it's just continuing to be a weapon um, yeah. and to just harm you continuously. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, just taking that step back and realizing what's um, your ego thought, which is expectations and what's, um, or yeah. is it coming from love, which is unconditional and just yeah. allow it to be. So Yeah. And then a lot yeah. of those ego thoughts, like, I know we all have it. Cause like, I definitely have yeah. like many situations like, oh, I'm going to be forever alone. It's never going to happen for me, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But you know, that's not true. That's just your ego talking. So yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and the, and the more, yeah. And the more you work on yourself that you get quicker at discerning your ego thoughts versus like when it's love or yeah. like when, if it's, when it's coming from love. So yeah. Uh, yeah takes practice but (laughs) definitely definitely worth it to do you know baby steps yeah I always like journal about it too I'm just like I know my ego is just talking right now but I have to let it talk for a while (laughs) before yeah 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 yeah. and with love too like um I found out like um I may not like romantically love anyone in my past anymore but I would always like love them in some way shape or form so like there's just like the more powerful type of love. And then when you finally let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Whenever I tell everyone that like, I unconsciously love all my past lovers. They're yes. like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so beautiful though. Like I think like that inspired me to like send love to so many people in my past. And mm-hmm. I don't really hold a grudge against them anymore. Like at all. Like this, you know, hope they're doing well <laughs> like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it just I mean part of the reason I started lots of love club is because I envision a world where people aren't like resentful or holding grudges towards their past lovers because that energy stays with you mm-hmm. um and that affects your current relationships whether you're conscious or not about it um and so just helping people become aware of that and really help them work through those yeah and release is what I'm like passionate yeah, yeah. Hate. and just really forgive yeah. And then I know like people's like, oh, how can you tell me to love somebody who cheated on me? How can you tell me um, to love someone who was abusive? So like, mm-hmm. um, like, what do you think about that? Um, so I mean, I had somebody technically cheat on me and technically was or they were technically sexually harassing me like they oh sexually harassed me um and but I still love them because really forgiveness is so powerful. And that's a way where you can let go. Um, I know it sounds crazy <laughs> to some people right now, like who may be listening to it, but really that is the ultimate, like, that's the ultimate, which we call it quick, like quick getaway. I don't know. That's not how I wanted to say it, but that's really the healing, um, healing energy that is part of how you can work on yourself. It's just forgiving the people of your fast uh, in your past who, you feel like have wronged you um, because really what they did to you is this them projecting their past traumas onto you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all have past traumas um, and everyone is projecting them in their own ways. And yeah, it's, it's really horrible to look from like the outside and, you know, point fingers. Um, but going back to law of attraction, um, I know it may seem like it's triggering. This might be triggering for some people, but you, 
um, are attracting that into your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just know that you can heal that part and no longer attract people who are in that vibration by working on yourself. And forgiveness is really a huge part of that. Yeah, I totally get it with like the forgiveness part and then there's this quote by Oprah I mentioned this in one of my past episodes before but I love it so much I'm going to mention it Mm -hmm. again like Mm -hmm. forgiveness is letting go of the idea that the past could have been any different Mm -hmm. and then like every time like I you know get caught up on a should have would have could have type of thing like I think about that and then I just released a lot of that like even though like a relationship could have been abusive but then it brought me to where I am now. Like if mm-hmm. everything was totally perfect, <laughs> then, you know, you you would have, you don't learn much at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you do get triggered, like if for anyone who did get triggered when I did say that, you know, like you attracted it into your life, that's your ego talking. And so just really allowing yourself to recognize that, that it's not coming from a place of love. It's coming from a place of ego. And then just stepping back and realizing that forgiveness is love. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's so important to forgive and to be grateful for that because yeah, like, like we've been saying this entire time, like we wouldn't be here without them. Learn the lessons without those experiences that are unique to you. Yeah. And then plus, like, if you heal, do a lot of self-healing, like, you don't really attract people like that anymore. Like, you wouldn't even let them into your space. Like, you, mm-hmm. like using your intuition, you could recognize right off the bat, like, okay, this person is not good for me. I better stay away. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a lot of self-healing involved before, like, getting there and recognizing it. Like, because you don't really want to experience those situations again. So, like, the best part, best thing to do is heal <laughs> yeah, yeah just really focus on yourself because the only relationship you have 24 7 is with yourself so mm-hmm. just really allowing yourself to to be in tune with yourself and connect with yourself more allows you to attract somebody who is in tune with themselves and is connected with themselves and then yeah. from there you just grow and flourish together yeah and it's like you are your own soulmate like lizzo says <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i like to say that you are you are the one like you the one that you're looking for is you. Yeah. So that's what I like. I love to say that. So yeah. I didn't know Lizzo said that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she has a song called Soulmate. And yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And plus, like, once you, like, discover so much more of yourself, like, um, the partnership is just that added bonus. And then they love you for you because, like, you cater to this other person you're giving so much of yourself like let's say they like um they like watching sports and you're not much of a sports watcher but you watch sports and pretend you like sports but then like once it breaks off like you don't know who you are without that person so it's really coming to like discovering yourself like what do you like you like like for example me like oh I like going to yoga and Mm -hmm. I realized I like reading more than I thought and then stuff like Mm -hmm. that and that's just like me becoming more of myself and then I really do feel like I am the one that I'm looking for like mm-hmm. the more I do that you know the more I do stuff for me yeah and man I was gonna say something and I lost it oh but no. maybe it'll come back no it's okay ah. <laughs> um but oh I, w- I was just gonna mention like it, and the things that you like can always change um because we're always changing we're always changing and transforming and just diving deeper into ourselves. And so there's so many things out there in the world. Um, and it's beautiful because there's so many creations out there and just whatever resonates with you. Um, that's what resonates with you at that time. And yeah. maybe one day you won't like yoga, but that's, that's 
you never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, just really being present with what brings you joy and just focusing your energy on that. And that allows you to raise your vibration even more. And like I said, yeah. attract somebody who, who is the same vibration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but dating in Las Vegas, I don't know. For me, like, it's hard. Maybe that's just, like, again, my ego talking. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, divine timing is the end answer for everything. Like, you know, it's not happening. It's divine timing. Yeah, well, I definitely want to talk about – talk wanted to talk about that in like a video because somebody mentioned on my Instagram that they wanted me to talk about like how dating is hard in Las Vegas. Yeah, um, I saw that. That's why I mentioned it. I was like, oh, yeah. I want to know more about that. Yeah, but really, I mean, really, that's a self-limiting belief that oh, we have been true. taught. So um, yeah, just allowing yourself to let go of that. Um, and then you never know. So yeah, because <laughs> um, the uh, world is so huge, but also Las Vegas is a is a very interesting city <laughs> yeah people moving out people moving in from everywhere visiting yeah yeah but it's such a like there's so there's such a duality here like the spectrum is so wide from um the the lower vibration and the higher vibration and i feel like that's why there's so many um healers and light workers here is mm-hmm. that so we can balance out that duality and bring that spectrum into balance. So yeah, that's why I love, that's why I love Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's cool to meet like so many different healers. Cause when I first like started getting into this, I'm just like, I want to meet as many of you guys as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, is there any like closing message you want to share with our audience about twin flames, relationships, divine life partners, um, soulmates, before we uh, end, uh, well, I, I guess, well, I wanted to say what I already said, but yeah, the one that you're looking for is you. <laughs> it's already all inside of you. Um, and really just remember that lesson, like there's so many lessons that we're learning for our own unique journey um, and just allowing yourself to be open to them um, and recognizing um, what is meant for your journey to experience and not comparing yourself to any other person um and so yeah that's pretty much what yeah. i have to <laughs> say yeah, um like and a just, lot of information <laughs> yeah i mean my mind is like going all over but i'm like really just trying to channel whatever wants to go up uh, come out yeah. for this episode <laughs> yeah yeah sometimes i do that too like i'm just i don't plan out my episodes sometimes I'm just like i'm just gonna talk about what <laughs> comes yes. up so, yeah. yeah that's really the best part because that's how we're being present yeah and I love how you said yeah. to like not compare your experience with anybody else's like never ever do that like people like you could be everyone's on their own journey and their own path like like who are you to compare your experience to somebody else when you know they're on their own path and then you yeah. are pro- you're on your own and then you have your own lessons to learn <laughs> yeah. and I if you do find yourself lessons learned sorry go ahead <laughs> oh no me too that's like what I'm all about like lessons yeah. learned and breaking cycles <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah, I was just going to mention that if you do notice yourself comparing, it's totally okay, but just allowing yourself to practice to be aware of when you're comparing and then mm-hmm. having that moment so that you can step back from it um, and kind of just reflect on like why you're comparing and mm-hmm. just be grateful for what you have because gratitude is really what has yeah. helped me um, go through my journey and move through my journey through all the quote unquote crappy moments, which aren't really crappy because yeah. <laughs> I know I'm learning something from it. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm still gratitude. Gra- gr- what is the word? Oh my god, grateful, grateful for grateful, <laughs> grateful. 
Yeah. Especially like after my Reiki training, I'm just like, I literally cannot stop being grateful about like everything in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, as long as you keep on um, expressing gratitude and just really raising your vibration, then like you said, you don't attract those um, lower vibrating people. And it's not that it's not that they're bad. It's not about good or bad. It's just that that's not the energy that you want to vibrate in anymore. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just, yeah. just cause like they obviously have some work step. to do. So I'm going to let them do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They okay. got their own journey. <laughs> we yeah. got ours. Yeah. Um, so it's a, uh, um, where can people find you? Like, uh, so you, can, you? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at rosemary.bahardo, but I'm actually going to change my handle soon. <laughs> to yeah. So I'm, I've been sitting on it recently because I got the idea last week. So I'm actually going to change it to rosemary.lyron. Um, and Lyra is actually the oldest con- star constellation. And, and I'm from Lyra. I'm an old soul. Um, <laughs> and my partner's also from Lyra. Um, and so we've talked about just like as a symbol for our divine connection to like change our last names, both to Lyron and not like having each other's last names oh I like um, that because my friend him and his partner they in as a symbol of their union they changed both of their last names to moon and I'm like oh, oh I love that <laughs> uh, but J-Roll's son I'm the moon so I'm like okay we got to figure something out here um, <laughs> so it's just something that being from Lyra and and really resonating with that part of myself my my galactic part of myself mm-hmm. has been coming in even more lately and it's mm-hmm. a kind of also just like being that vision of the future of that uh, yeah one day me and Gerald maybe we'll change our name to Lyron um, <laughs> like legally um but either way Lyron even if you wouldn't want to change it to Lyron I'm like you know Lyron really resonates with me um so yeah um, so if I do change it to rosemary.lyron, um, you can probably find rosemary.fajardo on Instagram, which will say, oh, I changed my name to Lyron, <laughs> like in my bio or something. So yeah. sorry, that was really long and confusing, but oh, you, can, no. oh. <laughs> you can, you can also find me at lots of love club. Um, and I'm redoing the website right now so from there you can like learn about more about what I do at terms of an energy healer but you can also learn more about the membership the monthly membership that I have for members um so that we can just all grow and expand our universal love together so, <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty much all I got <laughs> thank you Rosemary um you know for you know bringing everyone together and for being a great friend too and I appreciate Aww. you so much I, I'm grateful we met at work <laughs> yes at work. when we both work together <laughs> yeah we don't work at that place anymore obviously yeah it's okay and then that place brought us things. together so <laughs> yeah, all worth it all yeah. divine timing yes divine timing yay yay so thank you guys for listening so um I'm gonna link all of Rosemary's um information in the description so um and if you enjoyed this episode please leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts, and feel free to message me anytime (laughs) on talks and i'll talk you to you guys next time thank you thank you bye everyone bye